Oh, it's my turn now. Hey, did you know that 137 Americans die every day from opioids? That's terrible news. We'll be talking about that. Stay tuned because we want to talk about it, that problem, and discuss the possible solutions next on Conquering Your Pain with Dr. Dan Nelson. Conquering Your Pain provides general medical information. Since everyone's situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Good morning, and welcome to Conquering Your Pain with Dr. Dan Nelson from ProOrtho in Kirkland, Washington. For over 30 years, Dr. Nelson has helped thousands of patients dramatically reduce or even eliminate their chronic pain using interventional pain and regenerative medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. Conquering Your Pain is live call-in radio. So get ready to call in with your questions because Dr. Nelson may very well be able to help you too. Now, here's your host of Conquering Your Pain, Dr. Dan Nelson, along with his co-host, Jerry Berg. And we are here live waiting for you on this Labor Day weekend. Uh, you're going to be able to talk to the uh, one of Seattle's top docs, as uh, said by Seattle Magazine and Seattle Met Magazine 2019, Dr. Dan Nelson. And he just showed up at the studio all dressed up in his husky uh, garb, waving a, cus- waving yes, a cus- husky regalia. Yeah, and, and the flag. The husky, I was waving the flag. Husky yeah, flag. A true, a true I wish that, why don't you bring the dog in? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sun Dodger. I don't know what they call them now, but something like that. Yeah, they have a name for the yeah the husky dog. Ah, who knows? They nice all look guy. the same. Those yeah. huskies, <laughs> but they're yeah. beautiful animals. And, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think they got a new one. I think the one last year retired right. after ten years. Or I don't know how many years. But, yeah. Yeah. And they well, a big a, dog probably not that long, but maybe. Right. Yeah. 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 It takes a little while. Then, then, unfortunately, those large, lovable dogs don't live as long as those little ones. That's right. The ones that can bite you around the throat don't live as long as the ones that can bite your ankles. <laughs> yeah, those ones live forever, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is live interactive talk radio. That means you can call in and ask doctor a question. And, of course, the subject today we're talking, not just the subject, but we highlighted this. I saw a news story the other day, uh, this week, and the doctor was quoting figures that 137 Americans die every day from opioids. Right, right. And... Uh, well, I know they're trying to do something about it, but we need to know what to do. Right. You know, those of us uh, who uh, may know someone who's on some strong painkillers, right. quite possibly opioids, uh, and uh, it's affecting their life and the lives of their loved ones. And eventually, uh, the opioids will take you under. That's right. And yeah. unfortunately, Jerry, the gen- you know the genie is out of the bottle now because now we're getting fentanyl. Uh, smuggled into the country from places like China. Yeah. I just saw a news item yesterday where I think there was a federal three-state sting or bust where they seize enough fentanyl. Fentanyl is a very potent opioid that we use in the operating room. If you give, if I give you, Jerry, as you sit there and I give you maybe 100 micrograms, not milligrams, micrograms or 150 micrograms, you could stop breathing. If I gave you 500 micrograms, you would stop breathing. And yeah. We, you, that's just how powerful this medication is. And this is uh, mostly people who obtain their drugs illegally. Right. Or- and fentanyl can be made. You don't need the opium poppy plant. It can be synth- synthetically made out of just 
chemicals. Mm -hmm. And so now fentanyl being shipped in, smuggled in from places like China. Apparently they seized enough fentanyl. They said enough fentanyl that could that could potentially kill 13 million people. Not 13,000. Enough fentanyl to kill 13 million people. It just boggles the mind. So, again, the genie is out of the bottle. It started, you know, prescription drugs, but now we've got synthetic uh, opioids yeah. being uh, made at, on an industrial scale and uh, brought into this country. So it's it's a sobering, very sobering news, and we'll just have to see, you know, what, what we can do to turn this around. I haven't seen anything in the news either about... Uh the Chinese trying to be our friend here and uh, uh, closing these labs down and, and you know no, cutting off the shipping. Yeah, that's the um, yeah. yeah. That seems to be a kind of the kind of the reverse opium wars from the yeah. you know hundred hundred two hundred years ago, whenever that was. So, so we're fighting um, this battle on two fronts. One is dr- drugs that are prescribed uh, and people get hooked on them. Right. Uh, and then on the other, the illegal side after that, because uh, it, they could get hooked easily um, by just prescriptions from the doctor, then the doctor, who's afraid of losing his license and causing problems, stops prescribing. Now what do you do? Right. If you're, right. If you're hooked, you know, you've got to find something to take its place. Well, and we know that in Washington State, for example, the DEA agents told us when we really started, and, and I'm not, I'm not an opioid prescriber per se, intervention. I try to get people off opioids. But right. Uh, yeah. The DEA told us that once people started really kind of clamping down on their amount of opioid prescribing, unfortunately, the her- illegal heroin use, well, heroin in this country is illegal, yeah. the heroin use started to skyrocket. So it's just like you, you squeeze the balloon at one end and it just kind of expands at the other end. So yeah. it's, it's, it's just a real, real ugly situation for yeah. sure. Except in Seattle. Oh. <laughs> it's not actually that illegal when they give you the needles to use. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we... If we go there, we could we could burn up the whole hour. Yeah, <laughs> best leave that alone. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but uh, so we're here talking about uh, the possibility that you have maybe you're on opioids and want to find out how to get off them. You know, the easiest way to get off them is to see Doctor Dan Nilsson with the problem that's causing you to need that medication. Right. And and uh, because you probably have given up. Uh, you have pain, and uh, doctors have told you uh, they don't know why, uh, which is basically the answer that's going to drive you nuts. Uh, you don't know why, so just uh, you'll have to do. You'll have to live with it, and uh, that's not necessarily the case, is it? Not at all. And of course, we always tout the new, the big, the big toolbox, right, Jerry? Right. And uh, we talk, you know, the sexy things like stem cell injections, which I've been doing for five years, five plus years now. Um, but even the old tools are. <laughs> People don't even know about the old tools, so that's that's the frustration I run into. Yeah, is yeah. somebody who's been dealing with uh, back uh, chronic back pain or neck pain for years, and they they come into my office for consultation. I say, okay, so basically, okay, you've tried this and that, physical therapy, you know, whatever. And well, have you tried a uh, facet joint injection or a diagnostic medial branch block? You know, very basic. We're talking entry level one hundred and one interventional pain stuff, and they yeah. go, they look at me quizzically, like. What? No, never heard of that. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's, it can be very um, unsettling to know that uh, the word really isn't out there. There's not, there, I, you know, and I'm not sure if it's just the messaging, if there, uh, I know there's a lot of 
providers out there doing similar things to what I do. So, um, What's the reason it, for this program, though, is to get the exactly, word out? Exactly. Exactly why we get on the air and say, hey, you know what? If you're not getting anywhere, you need to keep pushing. You need to keep, uh, keep looking for answers. We have people call in here looking for answers, but I, I've also told people, even that, you know, calling from out of state or have friends from out of state, hey, you know what? We can, we can find somebody in Palm Springs, California. We can find somebody in Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah. We can, you know, there's people, because there's a network of people that I know. You aren't the who, only person that graduated from college no, <laughs> in medical no. school practicing this. No, I'm not the, yeah. No, fortunately, I'm not, uh, I'm not the only one. There's, there's a lot of us out there. There's a great organizations. I'm members of several of them. Uh, American Association of Interventional Pain Physicians, ASEP, or American Society of Interventional Pain Physicians, North American Neuro- Neuromodulation Society. There's American Pain Society. There's a number of these organizations that are out there and have been trying to get the message out. Um, honestly, I think the radio is by far and away the best way to yeah. get the message out to the people that we want to reach. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think our, our success here has shown that. You know, um, getting back, I want to give out the phone number, then I want to talk about uh, our 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 friends over at Boston Scientific uh, and the gentleman that we met uh, mm. who retired from the military with lots of injuries. But the phone number is 1-800-465-8770. If you are suffering from chronic pain and want some help or know someone who is, give us a call, 1-800-465-8770. Now, his name slips me right now. No, I, well, it hasn't slipped my mind. So, Justin Minyard. Justin Minyard, yeah. He, what a, I'm hoping to get him back here hopefully in the fall, yeah, because uh, he is such a compelling speaker, and his story is, I mean, oh. it's just uh, heart-rending, but also very just extremely encouraging at the same time, the journey he went through yep, absolutely. Uh, to the depths of despair and to the point now that he goes around the country, basically almost like an inspirational speaker, yeah. telling people what he went through and, and talking about his, you know, the, the very... Um, the darkness he experienced with his chronic pain. He got injured. I'm sorry, got wounded several times, got shot several times, fell out of a helicopter 20 feet on a, during a nighttime operation. And the rest of the troops in the helicopter the, landed. The rest of his squad landed on top of him because they're in pitch dark. They yep. don't know. They, he's the first one down. So he basically broke the fall for the next, you know, you know, like, 12 guys or yeah. whoever came out of the helicopter. Yeah, it was about that many. And uh, also, um, he was injured in 9-11 at yes. the Pentagon. Right. Uh, uh, worked in the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't injured there, but uh, he didn't. The, the lamp that Hillary threw at Bill, <laughs> he ducked. His reflexes were still so still took, intact. So yeah. Bill took the whole thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what a guy. He's about seven feet tall, isn't he? He's close. I think he's about 6'10". Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a large man. Yeah. Very large uh, and, 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 and somewhat imposing figure. You but know? Lank, but lanky and... Oh, yeah. He's not a... He's, he's, there's not too much extra. But the smile on his face is uh, uh, very compelling. It, what I remember about him when, when he was speaking in Seattle was the number of people that attended who already had spinal cord stimulators and mm-hmm. were so happy... Uh, they were in the audience, and they stood up and asked some questions of him afterwards and that, and they were so pleased with the results they had because they had uh, pain that just wouldn't go away like right. he did. Right. And he basically uh, lost his family mm-hmm. uh, yep. and then recovered. You know, the spinal cord stimulation helped him get it back on his feet, got off the opioids, uh, and uh, just created a new life for him. 
Absolutely. And yeah. and this story is replicated, you know, thousands and thousands of times with people who have had, you know, degrees, good degrees of success uh, with and getting off the painkillers right. so they can right. live a, a, a normal life. Yeah. And uh, talk so, about a dedicated guy. I mean, he's on a mission. He, you know, he probably he gets a lot more phone calls than I do as as a practicing doctor. You know, he's always he I think he carries a pager and uh he's uh he gets phone calls from other countries just talking to people and being, you know, kind of their the spokesman, you know, for yeah. Boston Scientific with regard to spinal cord stimulation, also dealing, helping with veterans, you know, and their issues and yes. dealing with their uh, problems. Yeah, so. he's big on that. That's yes. for sure. He's got a great heart. What a nice guy. So anyway, uh, lines are open at 1-800-465-8770. We're going to go up to Arlington right now. And uh, Pete is waiting for us there. And Pete, welcome to Conquering Your Pain. Bye. Thank you. How can we help you today? Well, I've recently been diagnosed with I had uh, two tears in my lateral meniscus, uh, one tear on my medial, and two damage to my ACL. Um, I was given a cortisone shot, but after I got the shot, I just had some I, some wondering about whether stem cell uh, therapy could help. So I called the doctor, asked him about that, and he then introduced another idea called PRP, platelet replacement something. So I'm trying to understand how either of those, the stem cell therapy or the PRP, might help my situation. Sure. No, great, great call, Pete. Um, so, and in your age, I'm sorry, again, it looks like you're about 67 years old. Is that correct? 67, yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, so both of those, stem cell injections and PRP, PRP is platelet-rich plasma, so I tell patients that the stem cells that we get out of the bone marrow are kind of like the seeds, whereas the uh, PRP, which has platelets, Platelets are like the fertilizer. So platelets, uh, PRP comes from the blood. The stem cells are, come from the bone marrow. We actually use that in combination, and I think it's a great combination for uh, like a knee with a meniscus tear, especially in anybody over the age of, say, 50. And the reason is because those patients don't seem to... The, the, the benefit from, say, an arthroscopic surgery where they go in and clean things up, say a meniscus tear, well, they're just trimming off some of the torn meniscus, taken out the cartilage so that's the studies have show excuse me studies have shown that um that kind of surgery is probably not much better than just doing physical therapy so um, i'm a big fan of regenerative medicine like stem cell therapy or prp and prp by itself is certainly an option uh we've found, personally and i found that the prp for the large joints like knees hips and shoulders and the success rate's a little, leaves a little bit to be desired. So I'm, I would say that the stem cell option definitely, but even even PRP is by itself in that situation for torn meniscus and ACL injury. I think is certainly a reasonable option, and and, and it certainly beats um, uh, ongoing cortisone injections. You know, cortisone's a uh, great anti-inflammatory, but um, you know it's limited. The benefit, you know, if you're, you're lucky if you get you know three months or six months. Usually it's less than that, and then you can't keep doing it because side effects. The cortisone is a, what we call catabolic uh, steroid. It actually breaks down tissue, so it'll cause thinning of the cartilage, thinning of the ligaments, weakening of those tissues. And concerns would be that the cortisone could actually uh, facilitate or accelerate the, the pace of 
arthritis, that eventually all of us get some arthritis to a certain extent, but there's concerns that the, the cortisone could actually, even though you get short-term benefit, it ultimately may lead to more severe problems like arthritis down the road. So uh, very limited use of the cortisone. I'll do one or two cortisone injections uh, for, knee, for somebody with knee pain, but beyond that, I, I really don't endorse it or recommend it. But uh, the other side, PRP for sure, stem cell absolutely for sure. Can you tell me, what does the stem cell or the PRP, what does it actually do? Yeah, well, there's a lot of, uh, if we had a couple hours, I could, <laughs> there's a lot of theories how these these work. The stem cells, we do know that, for one thing, that, that combination of stem cells and the PRP is a very potent anti-inflammatory, so it modulates the, the inflammation in a good way, uh, because things like ibuprofen uh, will also dial down the inflammation, but those are, they have a lot of negative effects. In fact, ibuprofen has a negative effect on stem cells. So we, I have my patients off uh, ibuprofen and those type of products for at least a week before stem cell injection and for six weeks after. Um, so there's a re- very potent stimulus for repair, for tissue repair, for activating things like fibroblasts and chondrocytes. Chondrocytes produce cartilage. Now, the, the cartilage that you may get, and this is an area of controversy, there's research in animals that stem cell injections definitely make new cartilage. Um, it's, it hasn't been proven in humans, at least at what we call level one evidence study. Those are very, studies are very difficult to do, but there is evidence, at least here and there, about um, cartilage formation. And now it might not be the, the hyaline cartilage, the, the, the best quality cartilage that you would have, say, in a knee, but it's, it's still cartilage. Um, and uh, But there's other re- responses that happen. There's a very complex, and how that does it at the biochemical level or bio, um, molecular level, there's a lot of fascinating stuff there that I don't have time to go into. But it and does work. Is Sorry? Primarily cartilage? Uh, what about the cartilage? Is the meniscus primarily cartilage? Meniscus is all cartilage, yes. And the problem with trying to, like, give you a cartilage, you know, sometimes they'll go and re- you know, do a car- like a meniscus repair. Uh, the problem with that is very, very poor blood supply that go. There's a very marginal blood supply to the meniscus at best. So the, the fact that the repairs are, are subject because they don't really heal in the normal sense because they don't have a good blood supply. So the chance of that cartilage or that meniscus repair failing or coming apart at some point is pretty high. Um, so that's, that's the dilemma with a meniscus repair. So usually they go in and they, they do a scope and they clean up the meniscus. They'll, they'll kind of whittle away and clean make it clean up and make it look pretty in the pictures. But, um, you know, does that, is that really going to help the patient compared to like physical therapy? There's some studies like I referred to that would say, um, at two years or five years, whatever, that there's no different outcomes between physical therapy and those, uh, knee scopes where they go in and clean up the cartilage, especially in patients over the age of 50. So um, uh, I think that's just a a great call that you have, Pete. And uh, certainly I think it'd be be worth looking into for yourself. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the comment. Yep. Uh, Jot the phone number down. We have it coming up during the break here, and you can make an appointment to see a doctor. And, uh, doctor, you know, so many times uh, people's uh, imaging... Uh, looks real good. That's why right. the doctors are saying, well, we don't know what. Go see Dr. Dan. Right. And yeah. you, you start picking oh. up on things. So. Yeah. 
Absolutely. When we come back, and we have lines open right now at 1-800-465-8770, I want to talk a little bit to um, Arlene, who called in last week. Right. And uh, she was calling us from Shelton. And Janice in Gig Harbor, we didn't get to you, your husband. If his wrist is still hurting, give us a call at 1-800-465-8770. We'll be right back with more. Are you struggling with ongoing pain that just won't go away? Then now is the time to call and talk with Dr. Dan Nelson. The lines are open at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. When considering stem cell therapy, it only makes sense to consider the only doctor with over 30 years of legitimate experience in pain management that deals with stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho. Listen to what a satisfied patient had to say. I did have the stem cell procedure done on both my knees with Dr. Nelson about four and a half months ago. Uh, The results have been amazing, to be quite honest. For people that haven't experienced it, it's relatively easy. You walk in, you walk out. I had both my knees done, and I walked right out after I was done. The level of pain reduction is what I noticed. Not only do I have more flexibility and range of motion, for me it worked wonderfully. I, I wholeheartedly would tell anyone that if they're having a problem, it was wonderful the way it changed my knees. It's a game changer. It is, it is life-changing. You should consider stem cell therapy, but call someone with experience. Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho in Kirkland, 425-823-4000. You're listening to Conquering Your Pain. Are you one of the 90 million people in the U.S. affected by chronic persistence or recurring pain? If so, this program is definitely for you. Live and local from downtown Seattle, you can call in to get answers and a second opinion. Dr. Dan Nelson is ready to take your calls at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. Pick up the phone now, and DJ has his actually his hands on the phone, ready to go to take your call right now. So give him a call, and he'll put you in line here at 1-800-465-8770. And we're going to go back and in history to last week. And Arlene from Shelton called in, and I know you wanted to readdress some of the right. Things yeah, about. we took that call about PHM postherpetic neuralgia, which I think Arlene was she she had that problem. Yeah, it was in the last few minutes of the program. So right, yeah. and <clears throat> I didn't think I really did a great job addressing that situation. But postherpetic neuralgia, so it's the condition that people who get shingles. So you've heard of shingles, Jerry, I'm sure. <laughs> Had them. Had them. Yeah, no yeah. fun at all. No. So the shingles is caused by varicella zoster. That's the chickenpox virus that if you haven't been immunized when you were a kid, and most of us, and, and at least in our age group, did not. We just got all the chickenpox just... You know, our moms would send us in next door because the kid had chicken pox and they, she wanted you to get him immunized. So that's how she did it. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, that chicken pox virus, uh, after it's gone physically, it sets, up, uh, it sets up a little hiding place in what's called the dorsal root ganglion of the spinal cord. Mm-hmm. And it just hangs out. A latent virus form just hangs out there for 30, 40, 50 60 years, yeah. and can be activated all of a sudden. And when it erupts, it erupts in that dorsal root ganglion, and, and, and the virus starts multiplying and causing uh, havoc and creating a, a, a very 
uh, inflamed uh, dorsal ganglia, the nerves that go around uh, the dorsal ganglion being the, the brain of the nerves, if, if you will. And the, the nerves itself usually wrap around anywhere. The, the distribution can be in the chest or in the abdomen, down the legs, even in the forehead or the eyeball, which is a Ooh. very, yeah, that's a, that's a situation where you have to get the ophthalmologist involved right away. But uh, after it heals up, the shingles heals up, you may be left with this terrible condition called post-herpetic neuralgia, or PHN, and Arlene, unfortunately, had that. And it's a challenging situation, but there is some, what I wanted to do, and I did a little bit of research, there is some fascinating stuff, studies going on with that. PHN, post-herpetic neuralgia, is really kind of a, it's almost like a phantom limb pain, uh, because the normal sensory input is gone. So phantom limb pain, most people have heard of that. You know, you get a limb chopped off and you have people have like a amputated foot yeah and they end up with this chronic pain where they feel terrible they like they're they still the foot is still there and it's on fire right so post-herpetic neuralgia is actually a type of what we call deafferentation pain similar to phantom limb pain so um it's a like i said challenging situation but interesting research especially in the area of spinal cord stimulation which we're coming up with fascinating and i don't know arlene's situation you know over the phone but uh there are some there are some really um hopeful things that are being worked on for that condition so in layman's time like i'm going to turn this into layman's language sure if you had chicken pox and you as you age there is a vaccination to stage one now Right. That's so important that Medicare even covers it. Right. Now. Yes. And they didn't at the beginning. When it first came out, they didn't cover it. You had to pay like 200 bucks for this thing. Right. But if you have ever had shingles, you don't want to have them. Right. And, it, and if you have them t- more than once, the second time, you're talking about the pain may not go away. Right. Yes. Here, and and it's, it's excruciating. And um, I had it, but I, I got the vaccination. Then when the new vac- vaccine came out, the two-stage one, I got that. and. Yeah. Because it's so bad, I, I never want to go there again. Right. And uh, and then the latest vaccine, uh, I think it's called Shingrix. Shingrix? I'm not sure. It, like you said, two-stage. It is the effectiveness of that of the, of the new vaccine is like 99%. It's uh, very, very effective. So I would encourage anybody out there over the age of 60 probably. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the recommendations are, but I, I'll, I'll tell you what. It is – and if you had to pay cash – It'd be worth it. I think, you know, Medicare covers it, but uh, even if somehow you had to pay cash, you do not want to get post-hepatic neuralgia. That is a terrible condition. People commit suicide over that condition. It's, it's terrible. So if you, if you did have to pay cash and you didn't do it, but it was 200 bucks and you got the shingles, uh, you would pay 10 times that $200 to get rid of the shingles. (laughs) Oh, no kidding. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, so it's important. It's one of those important vaccines that's uh, relatively new. The last mm-hmm. 10, 15 years, people have started 10, I think 10 yeah. years or so, uh, have started uh, taking the vaccine, uh, and it's very important. Yeah, so, and, the, and the new ones have been out, I think, a couple years. Or, right, the newest ones, yeah. And the latest one, which is much more much more efficacious, yeah. uh, much more effective than even yeah. the one before. Even the one before was good to have, but this now the, the, the latest edition is, is even that much better. The uh, the first vaccine came out when I was doing Dr. Mixon's program. Oh, yeah. As a okay. host where we, Pete Talbot now takes my place. And when we found out about it, it was 200 bucks, And um, I thought, yeah, you know, I'll 
Yeah. And that took me about a week. <laughs> right. I thought, are you that dumb? Yeah. You know, you, you, don't, you don't want a, that again. I think it would be the two, best 200 bucks you ever spent. Yeah, and I think idea. the fact that if it came back again, it, the pain may never go away. Right. The yeah. rash could go away, but the pain would be the oh, yeah. nerve damage or whatever. Typically, is there. the rash will clear up within a few weeks, but then you're left with this nerve damage yeah. that you can't even see. And I mean, the skin look, you know, skin yeah. is all good looking at that point. So, if you have never had shingles, um, if you can imagine that you have a just a t-shirt on, and every single time you make any movement at all, you have this excruciating pain on your skin. Right. That's what mm-hmm. it's like. Uh, yeah. And you, any movement at all. You, it perfectly still, you could be standing erect, perfectly still, and just have a little twitch. Right. And whoa. Yeah. So it's anyway. No fun. No fun at no. all. Anyway, we're going to take a break right now and come back. Lines are open for your calls at 1-800-465-8770. Uh, we've been trying to address a couple things here in the program today. We talked about spinal cord stimulation as one of the things for chronic pain. Uh, folks with chronic pain, it's something that uh, you should at least explore or see Dr. Uh, Dr. Dan Nelson with uh, your symptoms. Let him decide out of his toolbox which things to use on you uh, to help you uh, get out of that chronic pain situation. But as far as opioids are concerned, 137 Americans die every day from opioids. You know, this would be like, I, I can't imagine. I mean, if this, this was mass shootings of 137 oh. people a day. People you know. would be in the streets yeah. demanding. Yeah. And so why an aren't we on this? Well, we don't see a lot of these people. Right. You know, they just right. kind of wither away and die. Many of them are, are pretty much faceless to society. Right. And, right. Uh, and we don't know about them. But if you can, we can help with this. We can also address the fact that we have people with chronic pain sufferers who are listening to this program and right. need, need to get off those. So let's take that break right now, and we'll be back. 1-800-465-8770. The music continues as I continue to chatter. Nice job, DJ. Okay, we'll be right back. Are you at the end of your rope with chronic, persistent, or recurring pain? Call now to talk with Dr. Dan Nelson at 1-800-465-8770. At ProOrtho, Dr. Nelson is committed to a compassionate approach towards alleviating pain, restoring health, and improving your quality of life. The lines are open for your call at 800-465-8770. When considering stem cell therapy... It only makes sense to consider the only doctor with over 30 years of legitimate experience in pain management that deals with stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho. Listen to what a satisfied patient had to say. The soft tissue was torn in my hip socket, and so my hip was not staying in the socket, and it was coming out, and the inside of my thigh looked like it was shredded. Um, It was so inflamed and swollen. And what I saw in the x-rays, it looked like a war zone in there. I saw six doctors before I found Dr. Nelson. I could barely walk. I was in chronic pain for four years, and he's turned my life around. My hip is staying in alignment now, and the cartilage has been healed. I just wanted to tell Dr. Nelson's audience how successful my stem cell therapy has been. It's been so successful that I'm going to go back for more. So I'm really in very good shape, except to have a couple of discs now that um, I think I'm going to see if he can't make those just as good. 
You should consider stem cell therapy, but call someone with experience. Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho in Kirkland, 425-823-4000, 425-823-4000. Welcome back to Conquering Your Pain. If you are suffering from chronic pain, find out what you can do about it right now. The lines are open for your call to Dr. Dan Nelson, 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. And good morning to you uh, on this Labor Day weekend. Hope you've got some great plans with the family. Uh, barbecue, maybe on Monday. Oh, I got, wait a minute. Wait. Oh, you I'm back in the air. The, you have to give me the five bucks to turn <laughs> yeah. the button on. Put that, yeah. another cord on the machine there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm mostly relaxing, Jerry. Yeah. I'm looking forward to my wonderful PA, Sarah Goble, coming back to work on Tuesday. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and hopefully this will be the last time I you whine about her have a little, uh, maternity leave. Little and flowers and a party for oh, her. We, trust me. Okay. The room is already decorated. We won't, Yeah, I'm not sure she'll be listening, but yeah. we're, we're already planning a big celebration. Okay, good. Yeah. And you look, you honestly, look relaxed. I do. Yeah. Uh, that's that's you, called you look, uh, extreme fatigue. I think you're misrepresenting. Mis- mis- no, you look rested today. But maybe <laughs> okay. it's the fact that the Huskies are having their first Yeah, game. that's that's right. I'm know. excited about that. Anyway, so let's go to Janice right now, who's called in uh, from Gig Harbor. Beautiful Gig Harbor. Janice, welcome to the program, and how can Doctor help you today? Okay, my uh, son-in-law, who is 65, has been diagnosed <clears throat> with carpal tunnel uh, in both of his wrists, uh, what I know about from my daughter, <laughs> who's relaying the information, is that they uh, prescribe braces on his wrists at night. And I am just wondering if Dr. Nelson has any thoughts about this situation and what he would do. Right. Well, that's a great call. Carpal tunnel syndrome, pretty common and more common as we get a little bit older, especially people who do a lot of work with their hands or keyboard people, people using keyboards a lot. Um, so bracing is definitely the thing you start with. You want to start with a conservative treatment, non-invasive. So brace, that's pretty standard. And then uh, I always like people to see a hand therapist and maybe have them work with them. And, and maybe he's already done that. But the hand therapist... No, will... well, he's in the Boise area, so he oh. would need to find somebody in your group of person, yeah. you know, that maybe he could call your office. Sure. And... Okay. Well, in, in my very building, we have an excellent uh, hand surgery group, uh, ProLiance Hand, Wrist, and Elbow Surgery uh, group. They're, they're really, I mean, virtually right next door to us, and those doctors are outstanding. But I think even most of the hand surgeons say, let's try the bracing first for sure, maybe have a work with, work with the hand therapist. So the hand therapists are special. They're, they're kind of like specialized physical therapists, but they, they focus mostly on the uh, you know, elbow, wrist, and hands, okay? So, and, um, but if that doesn't work, if there's no progress, then carpal tunnel surgery definitely is an option. And that's, that truly is a, a game changer. The carpal tunnel surgery, which I don't do, but our hands, our, my fellow hand surgeons just down the hall, they do a great job. Well, do you ever do, because he has had, I mean, he was a truck driver for many, many years. He's uh, had two hip replacements surgery. Mm-hmm. Right. He had a shoulder operation surgery, right. and I was just wondering, is this anything you do with stem cell therapy yourself? 
For carpal tunnel, yeah, not yeah, not so much. Now, I don't doesn't mean other people wouldn't. Now, the problem is you're dealing with a compressive situation. There's actually a mechanical problem where the 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 ligaments, the the transverse ligaments of the wrist are are getting getting a little thick and they're they're pressing on what's called the median nerve. <clears throat> the median nerve goes to a good portion of the hand and that's just Unfortunately, that's asking too much of stem cell or PRP. Now, there's people that try these little, not, you know, injection or hydro, hydro dissection techniques where they go in and try to, um, under ultrasound, kind of separate out the tissues by injecting saline. I'm just, I just don't know if the literature really supports that. And I've seen, I know that our hand surgeons do such a great job with a little, they stick a little scope in there and they have this neat little device where they make the incision on the ligaments over the median well, nerve. It's like a oh. it's like a five minute it's like a five minute elegant surgery. To me it's like when you when you have such a wonderful um, solution yes. that, that's what I would say is this go you, so endoscopic endoscopic carpal it's called endoscopic carpal tunnel release. And those guys can do it in literally five to ten minutes. So um, and minimal, you know, minimal downtime. The recovery is minimal. The rehab is minimal. So um, after the bracing, if the bracing doesn't work, you want to move on. I would, I would talk to a hand surgeon, and I'm sure Bo- okay. he lives in Boise. He lives in Boise, is it, did you say? Well, he lives in Meridian, which is, you uh, know, right there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Boise is very accessible. So Boise has a very good, thriving medical community, a lot of good doctors there. So I know they would have uh, good hand surgeons there. But you want, I would not go to a general, like, orthopedic doctor. I would go to a, specifically a hand surgeon. Uh, okay, I the, got that hand therapist. You said endo, endoscopic carpal yep. tunnel. What else did you yeah. say? Endoscopic, endoscopic carpal tunnel release. Um, and, that, and that's now, really, what, uh, yeah, just a tiny the incision. Pain in the meantime, would pain, you know, pain relief, you know, one of your advertisers, would that be something to take as opposed to some of these other drugs? Sure. Oh, sure. You could try the, like, the relief factor, you know. The, I mean, the, relief factor, yeah. Relief factor. That's a good anti-inflammatory, and it, uh, you know, it's all natural. It's not going to hurt, and it's, uh, you know, that's going to be good for <laughs> The, the the stuff that's in relief factor is good for your stem cells, as a matter of fact, because uh, so I and I have nothing to do with relief factor financially, but um, you know I, I'm all about things that work that are natural. So yeah, uh, you know I I I myself take very uh, a hodgepodge of things that work for me, like fish oil and glucosamine chondrate sulfate and turmeric and. Um, anyway, I, I think those are all good things because they're natural and they're not going to hurt your body and they're good for you. I mean, they're good for, like fish oil is good for anti-inflammatory for arthritis, but it's also good for your heart and good for your brain. So, yep. Um, okay. Now I have, uh, if you have time, I have another question. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Both my husband and I have been totally have neuropathy. All right. And actually, we don't have any pain with it, but we clearly have trouble walking. Right. And he, is there any, and my husband says his feet are numb. Now, mine are not, but our balance is poor, and we have trouble walking. So what do you think about, do you do anything with neuropathy? Well, it's a very interesting and hot topic for us because 
We do have this device called Superion. I don't know if you've heard the show before, but we've talked about it. It's a device for spinal stenosis. Now, that company, Vertiflex, is not advertising that it's a cure for neuropathy. But I will tell you, because I can do it uh, as a doctor, I can tell you I have many patients who've had dramatic improvement in their neuropathy. Now, they're coming in for spinal stenosis, and they have back pain and other related issues. And my good, wonderful co-host, Jerry Berg, underwent that procedure. Well, how long has it been? A couple months now? Three yeah, months? Couple, yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> what we're finding, a lot of these patients who have been di- diagnosed with neuropathy, that they'll call it idiopathic neuropathy, for example, that just means we don't know what causes it. Um, yeah. a, lot of those, a lot of those patients come back to me and tell me that they're not. I had a guy, and I think I told this last week, I have a guy that we did. He lives in Montana, and he... Uh, I called him on recently by phone, and he told me he's been able to feel his legs and his feet for the first time in 10 years after the superior okay. procedure. So, and that was with, again, what kind of treatment was that? Well, that, that was for superior, which is for spinal stenosis. Um, now, people have spinal stenosis. They, I call that, it's a constellation of symptoms. Usually it's back pain, leg pain, but neuropathy lack of feeling, lack of balance. In fact, I was going to tell Jerry this story. I had a lady come in for stem cell for her knee. She thought that was... I took a look at her knee x-rays, and I said, you know, they're not that bad. She was like seven years old, yeah. and I said, and she she was told she needed a knee replacement. I looked at the x-rays, and I'm like, your knees look pretty good. Yeah. And I, why would they want to do a knee replacement? Well, then I tested her balance, and her balance was terrible. And so we got an MRI that same day, and she clearly has severe spinal stenosis. So I said, you know, I'd be happy to do stem cell on your knees, but you're going to be unhappy because you're still going to have a lot of issues. I think your, your, a lot of your knee pain was coming from the spinal stenosis. Um, I mean, she probably has some arthritis for sure, but it's like the, the spinal stenosis was amplifying her knee pain yeah. to the point where... And if she had, I'm convinced that if she, so she would have been one of those patients if she'd underwent a knee replacement, she would have been really disappointed because she would still have pain. Uh, anyway, I, I'm going off on a little bit of a discursive here. But well, what you're saying, though, is spinal stenosis shows up in lots of different ways. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just, uh, to me, it's just been an eye-opener since we've had this available. And I knew this is a big problem, spinal stenosis, because... If it was over, you know, it's only been out a year that we've had the superior, and we these patients were very frustrating. I, we'd, we would do all these other things, you know, we do injections, we do radiofrequency ablations, we do, all, and they weren't getting better. And, and even patients with the spinal cord stimulator, it's like, why aren't they doing better? Well, because they had spinal stenosis; it was interfering with the therapy. Um, well, so how do you administer? Superion. Superion is actually a surgery. It's an implanted device. It's a little space that goes between the spinous processes on the back of the spine, which is kind of hard to explain over the radio. But it's a very elegant little thing that kind of jacks open the back of the spine. Uh, man, I wish I'd thought of it, Jerry. That would have been. I'd be. I'd be. I'd be in the Bahamas. Yeah, I'd be it, in some. I'd be. It basically you know, be, frees up the area. Right. Uh, where the nerve passes through without having major surgery that you would have to have. The, right. de- the device is no bigger than your small fingernail, uh, and the incision is uh, about an inch or less. Uh, at right. e- if, if you use two of them, you get two incisions, but they're, and they heal up quickly. Yeah. And, uh, and you're up and out of the office and walking around. You walk, go home, relax. Uh, you've had an anesthesia, so you need to sit down for a while, and you won't want to do much because you're still... 
recovering from that, right. but not from anything else. I mean, compared to a, a, a typical back surgery, oh, yeah. it's, it's, okay, it's nothing. I've heard one case where then this is, you know, hypothetical. I mean, it was told to me where someone had acupuncture for their, you know, neuropathy, and that took care of it. Have you ever heard that? Uh, no, I haven't, but, you know, uh, I always tell people, you know, Everything works for somebody, you know. Everything out there works for some. There's all you'll, yeah. you'll always find an anecdote where you know um, some device uh, worked or some therapy worked for somebody. So the problem yeah. is, I can tell you, acupuncture. Most a lot of the patients that I see have tried acupuncture and didn't work, but they've yeah. tried a lot of things that didn't work. So yeah. to me, that's not. You know, I'm sure you can find people out there that swear by acupuncture for neuropathy, but for the most part, I would say and that's mm, they're probably a minority most times yeah. it doesn't okay. work. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Nelson. I appreciate all the information you give to us. Thanks. Thanks Thank a lot you. for your call. Thanks for the call. And we're going to take a... No, let's not do the break. We can do that. Skip the break. DJ's skip giving break. me permission to skip the break, so we can just keep <laughs> going with the phone call. All right, here. DJ. Yeah, so let's good go man. to line two now, and Scott is waiting for us, followed by Glenn, and uh, we're going to get to you and uh, maybe another call in here, too, at one 800 for. Six five eight seven seventy. Scott and Anna Cordes, thanks for waiting. Scott, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, you're on the air. Yeah, doctor. Uh, for some reason I can't barely hear you, but I uh, just kind of have a follow up on the guy that was talking about his knee. I'm sixty two. I've got a bad knee, but I've had uh, non Hodgkin's lymphoma. Right. And uh, kind of wondering. I've been in remission for about. 10 years, 8 or 10, uh, but I do show signs of a little bit of it maybe coming back, uh, yeah. but they're not really concerned about it right now, but yeah. just wondering if a condition like that would uh, prevent me from benefiting from stem cell therapy or whether you'd even try it on me. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, with your being in remission or near remission, Scott, I think it's a, I really think it's a non-issue. And and I've, this has come up before. I uh, recently had a patient who had multiple myeloma that was in, in essentially in remission, and uh, it, we we did stem cell on him. He's doing fine. There there really is no reason not to do it um, because even if you were honestly, even if you were having active uh, non-Hodgkins uh, and you were having pain, and say it was say it was a low grade, and you were just it was kind of background. You could still do the stem cell. I mean, all we're taking is the bone marrow out. No, it might have some, there might be some cells, not, there might be some lymphoma cells in the, potentially in the, the cells that we use for the stem cell injection, but it's it's really a non-factor, to, to be honest. I mean, we're just concentrating down those stem cells. Um, and so the same question comes up with people with like rheumatoid arthritis. Well, we're we know it's autoimmune disease, and we're concentrating those bone marrow cells. We know some of those cells are, are the autoimmune activators, but the fact is that we still know the stem cell therapy works in that situation, even though some people will say, you know, well, you can't use them because the patient has rheumatoid arthritis in their bone marrow. Well, yeah, it's true, but, you know, if, it still works. So um, I would say it's not, it's not a, it's, yeah, it's something to be aware of, but it's not, it's not, a, it's not a deal breaker. Well, that's encouraging. I appreciate your time. And yeah. I'll get in contact with you. 
Very Sounds good. good. Do Thanks. that. I think you're driving in your car. I'm not sure about that, but I give you the phone number of the office. Uh, that's 425-823-4000. And uh, for all of you out there, check out the website. This one's you can driving your car. You can remember this easily. Conqueringyourpain.com. All one word. Conqueringyourpain.com. You get all the information that you need to get started right there. Uh, and fail to mention this. We've been having so much fun exchanging information, but the... Uh, you work out of Pro Ortho in Kirkland. This is where the offices are. That's right. Yep. And so uh, that's right over in the uh, kind of the Pill Hill area of uh, of Totem Lake. Of Totem Lake. Yeah. yeah. Evergreen Hospital right there. Yeah. And a uh, great yeah. clinic. We have, uh, uh, I think, well, I don't know, 13 to 14 orthopedic specialists. And I'm... I'm the pain guy yeah. out of all those guys. So I have a literally within arm's reach, I have very, very high qualified people that I can talk to about musculoskeletal conditions, which is kind of nice. And so, x-ray facilities right there on x-rays, location. MRI on location. So we're it's really a top flight uh, clinic in, in all respects. Yeah. And if you're in an exam room and put your ear to the wall, you can actually hear the MRI. <clears throat> Working somewhere else in the building. Right. Especially in the basement. Yeah. It's a little more loud. The MRI is a little more loud down there. Anyway, get, lines, get are open. Yeah. lines are open for your calls at 1-800-465-8770. 1-800-465-8770. Tell your friends to listen to the program. You can also listen by going to MyNorthwest.com on the Internet. Listen anywhere in the world to this show. So uh, let's go to Glenn now in Shelton. That line line uh, three, four, and five are open if you want to call in. 1-800-465-8770. Glenn, welcome to the program. Thank you, doctor. Yeah. I, uh, I'm calling because I, I have, uh, I believe, stenosis in my, uh, because I suffer from peripheral neuropathy. But I, right. And I read some literature off of your website about uh, if you have scoliosis, you can't get this implant. Uh, I forget the name of the implant. Oh, the Superion you're talking, you're referring to, correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I, I believe my uh, my scoliosis is in my thoracic, and my I believe this stenosis is down in my lumbar and my uh, sciatic area. Right. Because I've I've had this degenerative disc disease uh, right. for quite some time, and and I think it's just progressed. I, I and you recommended not implanting uh, the superior on uh, if you had scoliosis. Well, yeah, two different areas. Yeah. Spine, would, would that have an impact? It, it depends on how severe the scoliosis is, and there's there's certain guidelines about it. You know, if there's an excess of, I think. Uh, 35 degrees, I can't remember what the, but that's all relative. That's, you know, as, the good news is as a, as the treating physician, I have discretion to sometimes go with, go against that um, because, you know, I can even go off labels and say, well, I still think this patient would benefit. Um, but if your scoliosis is predominantly in the thoracic area, it's probably a non-issue. And there's people walking around, I, I'll, tell people all the time and there's people walking around with scoliosis that don't have any pain so it just depends on the severity but we to be truthful i have implanted the superionum patients with uh spinal stenosis in the lumbar area and it just it, it all depends on the degree and the situation so we need to of course we look at the x-rays and look at the mri 
and, and then make our best judgment based on that. Um, so I would say the fact that you have scoliosis doesn't mean you're not, definitely does not mean you're not a candidate. And then we'd have to look at the x-rays oh. and, and the MRI. Right. So, okay. Well, that's, yeah, I'm just, my goal is to reduce the, uh, the, uh, peripheral neuropathy, uh, effects. Sure. Any so, other symptoms whatever. besides the neuropathy? Do you have any other, like, back pain, leg pain, or any of that going on, or is it? Well, I, I herniated a disc back, uh, I'm 69. When I was 36, I herniated a disc, which led me to find out about this, uh, degenerative disc disease that's right. not a disease. Right. Um, so I think, you know, just a, a gradual deterioration over the years. Right. Is, uh, it's uh, intruding on my nervous system, uh, right. uh, going down to my feet and my uh, calves. Right, yeah. Yeah, very common and condition. I, yeah, very common to see this. So. Yeah, I just wondered if that uh, superior on might... Uh, at least reduce some of the uh, effects of this stenosis. Oh, for sure. I mean, the whole reason it exists is for treating spinal stenosis. And what I tell my patients is no two spinal stenosis patients are exactly alike. It's spinal stenosis is a constellation of symptoms with different features that are more prominent with one patient versus another. So it's really... um, it's just uh, that's why it's important to see you in person, kind of go over your 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 history, and then uh, get the do the physical exam, take the X-rays, get the MRI, and then kind of come up with the best plan. Okay, so I would just call your office and make an appointment uh, for that procedure. Yeah, absolutely. And you have some X-rays probably that are current. Uh, you can bring them along. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Well, I was going to a chiropractor, but geez, that just inflamed my uh, pain. Yeah. Uh, the adjustments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If we're well, taking, going and, if you're, if honestly, if your X-rays were taken by a chiropractor, we would probably have to take our own, um, just because we take a different. Right. We have a little way, little different way of looking at things than a chiropractor might, yeah. and uh, especially if they're over two years old, we would want to get updated uh, imaging done. Yeah. They're, mm. I'll give They're you well beyond that. I give I'll give you his phone number and you can call the office and make an appointment. Be sure that you tell the person you're talking to that doctor talked to you on the radio and you need an appointment. He doctor says uh 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000. And uh, you might get a chance to meet Sarah Goble too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot for your call. You bet. Got to go, Glenn. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. And we're going to go now to John, who's calling us uh, from Olympia. Uh, John, what's your question for doctor? Okay. Uh, I have uh, my hand at night when I go to sleep. At about 3 in the morning, every night, they just start burning and uh, just go numb. So mm. much so that uh, I can't sleep anymore. I, I have to get up and walk around. Until it goes away, and uh, I started wearing um, wrist guards, and that kind of helped. But it's pretty constant. Um, it's a hundred percent on my right wrist. Okay. My left wrist, not not too much. Right. Um, so it it's, it certainly sounds like 
potentially carpal tunnel syndrome? Have you been, has anybody talked to you about that? John? Uh, I, I've, I've gone to chiropractors. I've gone to uh, acupuncture. I've gone to massage. Mm. I've had MRI uh, on my neck. Uh, one guy just said I need surgery. I just walked out of there because that didn't sound Okay. Like, you didn't give me any kind of options or anything. So, John, I'm going to cut you off a little bit so doctor can reflect back because we're running out of time. Yeah, so I think okay. it, it, it sounds like carpal tunnel syndrome, and I would uh, say the risk guards. We had a call similar earlier in the show uh, about carpal tunnel. So conservative treatment, absolutely. So try uh, the risk guards. I would engage a hand therapist they're specialized physical therapists for the for the wrists and hands and have them work with you and you know surgery honestly for if it is truly carpal tunnel syndrome and it's been diagnosed uh, as such the surgery is really a, a, a pretty good option and I, I'm anti-surgery for the most part myself I try to keep people from having surgery but when you have a, a very highly successful surgery like endoscopic carpal tunnel release, um, which is just a super minimally invasive surgery that can dramatically improve things, then I would say, hey, you know, that, maybe we got to think about that. So anyway, that's, that's, uh, that's the long and short of it right there. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Thanks a lot for your call. And uh, let's try to squeeze uh, Deanne in here real quickly and see what we can uh, – she wants a question about relief factor. Sure. Deanne, you're on the air. Hi. Oh, thank you. Hi, Dr. Nelson. Hi, Deanne. I do have a question about, about the relief factor. I know you're not promoting it, but it's mentioned often. And I have a question about that in regard to anticoagulants. Mm-hmm. The two main components of relief factor are turmeric and resveratrol. Right. And I understand that you shouldn't take that if you're on warfarin. You know what? You probably ought to con- contact your anticoagulation clinic. Are you taking? So you're on warfarin now? Yes. I would con you know you the the anticoagulation clinic people that work there the nurses they're very knowledgeable and I would I kind of defer to them. Yep. I'm a big fan of Relief Factor, but um, and yeah. I'm on warfarin and I take two packets of uh, of Relief Factor a day, and if I'm active I take an extra one and they know I use it so they factor that into uh, what my treatment yeah. is. So there you go. Yeah. I think it's oh, I think great. you still take it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Thank you so great. much That's for your good call. Information. Yep. And thank keep you so listening. We'd love to have you in the audience. Thank you. Okay, Doctor, we have about 10 seconds left in the program. Have a great Labor Day and go Huskies. Go Huskies. Yeah, and Seahawks start next weekend, I think. Yep, right? They do. Yeah. And, and welcome back to Sarah Goble. <laughs> uh, can we have some fanfare music for her? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to close the show yeah. now. God bless you, folks. God bless America. We'll see you next week. Your pain with Dr. Dan Nelson from Pro Ortho in Kirkland. Good show for us. If you would like to make an appointment with Dr. Nelson at Pro Ortho, simply call 425 823 4000. That's 425 823 4000. Be sure to join us again next week here on AM 770 KTTH at 11 for another live edition of Conquering Your Pain.